0: Okay, so I just oh, read this joke. Man. Mm. Okay, what's so this your computer here for uh, because I have received a letter. Ooh, nice. So are, how there's
1: many letters do you get? I get a lot of them. There's the <laughs> freaking There's no. the
0: contact. People like to tell me they're like going to tell you the stories. All
2: right, so this I, butcher I think most people love to have problems like that. This here.
0: butcher
1: This
2: Butcher uh-huh. is in his shop and the lines backed up. And he notices there's a dog in the shop, just patiently waiting in line. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, i got to see this. And so he serves all the people. And the, towards the end of the day, the it's the dog's turn. And the dog kind of leans up, and it has a note in its mouth. And so he just picks up the note, and says, I need one leg of lamb to... Bundles of sausage and some bacon, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, okay." And he goes, "The dog has money in his mouth," and so he looks, and sure enough, the dog had money in his mouth, and so he's like, "Okay," he gets all the stuff, and it's he was the last customer, so he's like, "I'm gonna follow this dog to find out what the story is," and so the uh, he gives the that he gives the dog all of the meat, and the dog um, is uh, starts walking away and. He uh, comes up to a like a traffic intersection, and he the dog goes up and put, presses the button to cross the street with his paw, and the guy's like, "Wow, this dog is highly trained! Oh my gosh!" And then um, the dog goes down the street a little bit, and then the dog lo- uh, goes to a uh, bus stop, and then looks at the map of when the when the next bus is supposed to come, and the dog just waits there, and the, the butcher's like what is going on here and the bu- the dog gets on the bus and so the guy follows him and the, the dog gets out in a certain area and butcher follows him to a certain house and then the dog goes up to the front door and is looking around and and uh, then goes to the back and you know it kind of looks distressed and the butcher's watching this whole thing and then finally the dog like drop has to drop the food and then go through jump up on a garbage can and then the one of the roofs and get up gets gets up to a door or window that's open and the butcher said it's like i have to find out about this and knocks on the door and the the dog the guy's inside and just totally reprimanding his dog and the butcher says well my gosh your dog is so is so incredibly trained, your dog's a genius. And the guy goes, genius, this is the second time this week he's forgotten the key.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your uncle told you that joke, didn't he? Your uncle from Alaska. Yeah, that's right.
2: (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult. The only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Dawn, Thor, and Nathan.
1: Nathan, I love the the name of this cult. It just sounds awesome.
2: So this is not the official name of the cult. Yes, it is. This is just, it's kind of like a derogatory word or name for the cult. So it's called, it's Cargo Cults. Mm. And it's kind of been, they've thought about it after they named it back in the 1920s. And people have thought a little bit better, like maybe we shouldn't call it that. But they're quite names of, do they come up with? They they have some names that are more technical, uh-huh. but I think uh-huh. it's so it's common to just call them cargo cults. Mm-hmm. So it's more than one cult? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Any
3: anytime
2: any Well hold like, on, we're gonna, know, to go the, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. So so um kind of as a preface to this, have you heard the quote from Arthur C. Clarke that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic.
3: Yeah. Yes, that is a
2: famous quote of his. Yeah, so this is he has three laws of of technology, and that's the third. That's the third law.
0: What's the first
1: one? I don't know. Okay. No, this is, this I don't is, know I, the second I, one either.
0: I, all I know is the robotic laws from Asimov. I haven't heard of Arthur C. Clarke's laws, but
2: so just as a as a preface of of what what a cargo cult is, uh, basically, it's when a pre industrial Civilization runs into a industrial civilization, and they um, in a lot of the cultures where this happened. So this was a lot of these cults or cargo cults happened in the area by Papua New Guinea, um, Fiji, Solomon Islands, uh, that area of the world. So it happened before World War Two but it's really famous for having happened during world war ii Mm -hmm. so what happened was uh, the japanese were putting airstrips on different islands and we wanted to have the same kinds of things so we could have advanced bases like airstrips and military presence on these islands a lot of them had had inhabitants had never seen industrial civilization they hadn't they were stone age civilizations and we come there with airplanes with huge cargo ships with stuff they had never seen before and they kind of like Arthur C. Clarke they see this advanced technology and it's magic like mm-hmm. having a lighter and being able to just produce fire whenever you want or turning on a flashlight or talking to someone on the radio or calling in and uh, saying that you need supplies, and then, then an airplane just drops it mm-hmm. onto the island.
3: Or and, landing in a giant metal bird from the sky. Yeah,
2: and so these, they had no idea what to think about it, and we didn't have a way, we didn't really introduce them to, to it subtly. It was just like, hey, we're going to come trade with you, we're going to have you work on our airstrip, we're going to pay you almost nothing, but we'll just pay you in supplies. And so... They go from eating just what they can catch to having corned beef for dinner mm-hmm. and people and in uniforms and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Guns and candy and all this stuff. And so just this it culture shock between pre civilized pre industrial pre industrial. So I mean pre industrial and then industrial mm-hmm. civilizations just having this culture shock. And uh, Pre-civilized is right, Thor. <laughs> yeah. So these, I, yes, I, yes we're
0: still part of the British Commonwealth.
2: <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I had oh, this... natives don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I found this. Uh, this is a scientific paper. Now I should okay. in the notes. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, no, I, I just have one question here. You're talking about you us? Mean the
0: U.S. U.S. Oh, did, Japan. Did Japan was doing that too? Then
2: um, in um, French. The no. French, the Netherlands, any time that we went to go visit these islands, any time mm-hmm. an industrial civilization went to visit these islands, they had this contact that was seen in some places as kind of magical mm-hmm. to the to the natives and I found this, and this is a little bit of a read, but it, it's it 's worth it patrols of the Australian government ventured into the uncontrolled central highlands of New Guinea in 1946 and found primitive people the primitive people there swept up in a wave of religious excitement so this is after after the contact with with uh, in, uh these industrial civilizations prophecy was being fulfilled the arrival of the whites was a sign that the end of the world was at hand the natives proceeded to butcher all of their pigs uh, that were not only principal source of substance but also symbols of social status and ritual preeminence in their culture. They killed these valued animals in expression of the belief that after three days of darkness great pigs would be would appear from the sky, uh, food, firewood and other necessities had to be stockpiled um, to see the people through to the arrival of the great pigs that were being, that were going to be dropped from above. Uh, mock wireless antennae and bamboo rope had been erected to receive in advance the news of the millennium. Many believed that with the great event, they would uh, they would ch- exchange their black skins for white skins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wow. they so they they build this myth. They built this myth of you know these these uh, industrial civilizations would come to the island, and they would pay the pay, the natives to clear the jungle and create a airstrip. And then, um, airplanes would come and land. And then they, they saw that they, that these industrial people had uniforms, that they marched back and forth, that they saluted each other, that they talked on the radio, that they had antenna, that they would, um, point up to the sky. And then, as a result of whatever the industrial people were doing, food would drop from the sky. And it's kind of like, have you seen The Gods Must Be Crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. they throw in a, a Coke bottle mm-hmm. and in the, the natives of some African country kind of built a religion around it. And yeah. anyway, it's kind of like that, that kind of thing happening in separate, in separate uh, islands across that part of the world. Hmm. So they first show up. Yeah.
0: I just want
1: to get this correct. They show up, and then they build this myth around them after they leave. Yeah, so what happened?
2: They, meaning like U.S. soldiers, show up. Yeah, exactly. Japanese soldiers or from Norway or wherever they were would leave, but they'd leave this vacuum of power. And sometimes they'd leave jeeps. They'd leave airplane parts that leave garages that leave some of their technology back on the island and then these people were like okay well we used to have you know food entertainment and all of these things that this industrial civilization could offer it was gone and so they thought about this and this has happened independently in a lot of different a lot of different islands and they said well they were thinking the soldiers really didn't produce any of this stuff This stuff was dropped by the gods. And it's just what they did on the ground, like marching back and forth, putting a headset on, talking into the air, um, you know, what would be talking on a radio to the mainland. They didn't know what that was. And so as a result, they built up this myth. And so they would make their own airstrip and they would make a plane and they they have pictures of these if you if you want to look them up. But planes made out of straw, and bamboo, and uh, then they had they built out of bamboo sticks every big radio tower that someone would climb up, and they'd have coconut shells <laughs> on their head, and they would talk into <laughs> okay. they would talk into like another coconut and order food, and nothing <laughs> would happen. And it's like you know you can see this as You know, it's we kind of laugh at it, but it was super serious to them. They had this. They had. They really thought that it wasn't the. It wasn't these soldiers that made anything. It was their. The stuff that they did were rituals. Yeah. And if they recreated those same rituals, then they they would get the the cult the cargo. And so the cargo became kind of like the thing that they wanted from God. And manna
3: v- from heaven manna
2: from heaven and so they would uh, they really began to hate the uh, industrial civilizations that had visited because they had stolen these gifts from God and only they knew how to get that get those gifts a lot of the Westerners would leave like Bibles and that kind of stuff, but the Bible didn't have the pages where how to get cargo from heaven, and so they actually thought that we left that out on purpose so we would have power over them.
3: We <laughs> did.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I think we left that out on accident, guys, not on purpose.
2: Okay, and so in in different parts of in different islands and um, they had different kinds of beliefs so it was different in every island but one of them one common one was the guy named they they thought there was a a guy would come so he he said that the white the the industrial civilization would come they're going to come in boats they're going to bring cargo and his they thought his name was james from or john john from and what they What they think was he was saying John from America, and they just said okay John from is his name, and but these people would they heard like the Star Spangled Banner when when the when the uh, uh, when the soldiers were there they heard the music and so they kind of thought those were some of the hymns that they were supposed to sing and so a lot of them had like old flags that the soldiers had left and they would run them up the of the pole they'd go and talk to God on the tower kind of like radio trying to trying to get uh, supplies and uh, they would pray to James from James (laughs) from and other the other islands had different people so one of them was Tom Navy was Mm -hmm. uh, was another guy Um, and then some of them had actually heard of some of the leaders of western civilization so
3: philip or prince philip yeah that was was,
2: that was when i'm going to say this Uh, lyndon johnson was one yeah that they said oh yeah lyndon johnson we just can't wait for lyndon johnson to come to our civilization or to our to our island or prince philip Mm -hmm. was another one so this lasted from a little bit before i think the first time it was documented was 1885 it became really big in post world war 1 through world war 2 and was still going strong actually it was still really strong in the 70s 1970s? 1970s and even today there are people there's in one island it's called Tana in the um Venator, I forget the the series of the province that they're in but they have uh, every f- February 15th, so every Sunday they get together, sometimes at the airstrip that they made, and they're still thinking 20% of the island still has this belief, 20%. And the, every February 15th they get together and they have the whatever uniforms they can, they sometimes get uniforms from different countries and they'll wear uniforms, they'll put USA, they'll paint USA on their chest or on their uniforms. They march in formation with bamboo, like non-working weapons, Mm -hmm. and just to kind of show that we're still keeping the dream alive. And some of them really do believe that John Frum is, is is a real powerful being that will come at a later day, and restore kind of like the ghost dance when we talked about restore all of these great things to the island that they used to enjoy it really
0: makes me if i had the money want to drop it some was, cargo i was <laughs> thinking the <laughs> same thing yeah. oh On january to, january 20th, Fe- february 15th February fifteenth. yeah drop some cargo there it makes some people really happy
2: that would uh, make i would them love super to be happy it. That'd be awesome. Get them the
0: biggest pigs.
2: <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> and they talked about these pigs. But, yeah, what got me was that they believed in it so strongly that they would... That they killed their...
0: Killed their killed pigs. their There's, pigs. Their source of, of food and... Uh, and status. Status, yeah.
2: And so one of the things with the society that made it very susceptible to this belief was they had kind of like a... You, strong men and weak men kind of kind of thing So if you could if you could give gifts to people you are a strong man you were seen as like a upper crust and if you couldn't return the gift Back to them like a gift that was worth just as much then you were shown as weak Mm -hmm. and so when we when when western civilization or these industrial civilizations came and they had all these gifts they couldn't return the favor and so it almost set just their culture set them up to kind of for this kind of thing to happen and then us western civilization or or industrial civilization going in and not really even caring for their beliefs and just using their using them as slave labor almost kind of set them up to Fall into this trap. Interesting. That kind
0: of belief system of uh, powerful people can give gifts and help other people. Uh, that was also uh, there was a lot of that in certain uh, tribes uh, in North American uh, Indian tribes. Yeah, had this, a lot of the same beliefs about the the powerful person. that you know the was the guy who could provide for others and could give gifts and stuff like that. It was a, a status just the same. So. Mm.
1: Now, didn't Prince Edward actually go to one of the islands mm-hmm. as Philip. well? Or Philip?
3: Yeah.
1: I
0: thought he went to Japan.
2: I think he, he went to some of these, and they it was almost like a... Uh, I, 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 I think, Harry, I remember that he was greeted with uh, like reverence when yeah. he went.
3: Yeah, I think I heard something about when he died, that the tribe that worshipped him in particular... Believe that he would rise again, or something.
2: Hmm. So...
3: This is... That's wild.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, <laughs> what makes this a cult and not a religion?
2: Well, you know, I think that's the age-old question of what's a cult and what's a religion. <laughs>
0: because... You yeah. guys aren't seeing this, but we're all staring at Nathan accusingly. Yeah, I can't... Right now. No, I...
1: I, I <laughs> <laughs> it seems, and again, maybe I put like a bad picture on cults where I'm always thinking, like, what did they do wrong? What are they doing to try to control everyone? Yeah, who
0: did they yeah. kill? Who did they
1: kill?
3: Yeah. What did yeah. they do? I think this one falls under the category of a cult of personality regarding like the personality of the famous soldier or leader that came and helped them. All of a sudden they're like, this is the person
1: we're going to follow, or what they say.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have a separate belief system a whole dogma they have a leader they still have leaders that speak for john from in one documentary i watched they interviewed like three different people who said that they speak with speak for him and enough of that has happened that there's different factions on the island and there's actually been they've gone to kind of kind of war they don't kill each other but they've injured dozens of people who get injured in some kind of attack pushing matches pushing matches or, or something but uh, just arguing of who's the real prophet of John Frum and, you know, so, but there's still people who...
1: Let's pick the right person <laughs> and drop on his day that he's praying. No.
2: <laughs> we
0: need to, Yeah, we need this to find the tower. right, the right <laughs> faction to support.
1: Like Japan, like, for a while, they, like, no, no one could come in. They blocked it off completely. No, nobody else could get in. And then finally, I think it was the U.S. military that, that came into one of the harbors with an ironclad warship and and they saw it and and the emperor or whatever was like oh we're letting these guys in and like 15 years later 20 years later they've got railroads all across the place i mean they just like went from zero to 100 percent industrial
0: in no time faster than any other civilization yeah, including beating the russians uh, yeah. in war um yeah Yeah,
1: But, I mean, it's kind of that same thing where these guys didn't have the island that Japan did or the resources, but they had, oh, we have all our pigs. We're just going to get rid of them. It's time to, like, and we're going to get all this stuff in return. I guess, obviously, Japan didn't worship us. They realized that we were just people.
2: Yeah, they they caught on pretty quickly. They saw. They're (laughs) like,
1: oh, these guys have better weapons than us? We're a war
2: there. They we'll were, open up the bay yeah, of Japan and then, then like, and then uh, to kick them out later. Pro, you guys think uh, this is a cult uh, religion? It's a religion at least.
1: I think it's a religion. Yeah,
2: and a cult in that it's small enough, but it's gone on since the since the first one was in the you know 1885, and then it's. Still? 2021 that, and like it's still the, going. The this original
3: is, leaders are dead, so it's a religion, right?
0: Yeah, I in my book that sounds religion to me. It's
1: I think it's a religion, and I'm not. The only reason why I'm labeling not going to label it as a cult is because coconuts just, involved. Yeah, coconuts. <laughs> it doesn't seem. I don't know. It doesn't seem like they're. I mean, there's... Whatever. It just that, doesn't seem like it, they're manipulating everyone yeah. to like serve one person's it, purpose. Yeah. It doesn't That's have that the difference.
3: authoritarian control component that most notorious a, cults have. A good yeah.
0: cult will have a whole lot of authoritarian control. I think all cults do, don't yeah. they? Yeah.
1: Except the a nice cult. No, I'm in control. Have you guys not realized that yet? What? Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The truth comes out. No. You're
3: just an ineffective tyrant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very
0: ineffective. The good, the bad, and the culty. And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong.
2: All right, so good? let's go to the good, the bad, the culty. Killing mm. pigs.
3: Mm. Uh, no, this oh, good, good. Oh,
1: okay, that's bad. I think. I, I um, don't know, I like bacon. So. I think praying to John from.
3: Uh-uh.
1: <laughs> that's a good thing.
2: Mm-hmm. I think, uh, well, they have a John from day. Do we have a, a Ronaldo, Ronaldo day? Di- DiCaprio day? Sure. I mean, we have his day of birth. We have the well. This the is common to what day. we would take in. Oh, we'll, I'm sorry. Okay, well, yeah. have to go. That's that's I think we'll I think it's
0: good
1: the reverence that they held yeah. towards the you know the people that came. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they were a super war. Like they weren't. It doesn't feel like they were a warring tribes. Uh-huh. Am I wrong in I, saying this? No,
2: yeah. I think that was that's pretty accurate.
0: I, I think it's perfectly acceptable mm-hmm. to think of advanced technology as magic. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I, yeah. Yeah, I'd be going the same way, you know. If someone's teleporting and stuff like that, I'd be like, "Whoa, these guys you are know? gods." Yeah or, yeah, or they, they're, they're doing something
1: right. And I would, and I'd be waving my arms Ma- the way that they were maybe waving I their should, arms. Maybe
0: I should push the 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 signal on my um. On Chess- on
1: oh, <laughs> oh, my chest <laughs> to say, "Beam me up, Scotty, and see what happens." And, and Thor's, <laughs> Thor's cult on his island—they'd all have broken chest. <laughs> things on there. They're trying to do the Star Trek up. <laughs>
0: Their <laughs> you know? ribs are broken. Pectoral muscles are all sore. Yeah. You
3: know. Yeah, but and I like that the the military didn't exactly exploit them like slaves, like. We kind of, you know, said they did, but they got a lot the, in return. Yeah, yeah.
1: So they got enough that it was worth it. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. definitely worth it. They so weren't so like they, in they were paid or anything.
3: Kind of, right? They were compensated.
2: But they went from a really idyllic kind of civilization to white, you know, like white flour, sugar, and corned beef. So this, they is talk- they this is bad. we were talking about the that. bad. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's oh, right. around the bad. What sugar, yeah, I, I like sugar. <laughs> Probably a little too much.
3: <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, were they introduced to toothpaste at the same time?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I huh?
3: don't know
1: if tooth, like, if toothpaste is a huge thing it, on some diets.
0: Actually, yeah, uh, according to some diets, you don't need toothpaste uh, mm-hmm. if you don't eat are,
1: sugar. Yeah, if you're not eating sugar, you're not eating starches, whatever, you know. Yeah. Like uh-huh. This is the stuff. eat
2: with your gums diet, right? No.
0: No, Supposedly, no, no. Supposedly uh, so eating will up. last a lifetime with the right diet. Yeah. Huh. If you eating look back at the fossil, like fossil evidence. But that's when
2: we lived to 35.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. When We were living in the 80s and 70s and 80s and 90s. People had their all, all their teeth. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just our crappy diet that we and have right now.
3: I don't know how how accurate this is, but from the movie Never Cry Wolf back in the 70s, <laughs> it's
0: not accurate. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't the, see the it
3: Inuit wrong. um tribesmen uh complained about well, he was asked why he didn't have any teeth and he said because the the white men gave them candy. Uh-huh. And he did this toothless grin that was kind of funny. <laughs> that is funny. I but, no,
0: he wouldn't have known that. I'm pretty sure, but no, but uh, yeah, teeth lasted a lot, lot longer. Hmm. So, when you're eating the right diets, I guess slaughtering all your pigs is a bad. Thing. Now that, yeah, that, that, that kind of gets back the cult. just in
2: case you're wrong. That
0: that that gets in the culty when you're when you're just destroying your livelihood. Yeah, it's basically. good to have faith, but maybe not that much faith. You, faith, but have a backup plan. Yeah. As I say, yeah, <laughs> uh, keep a couple <laughs> pigs to spare. Yep. Yeah, keep a couple breeders. Yeah.
1: So sacrificing all of your livestock is probably bad. How many natives ended up being white later on in life? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you mean how many children were yes. born with a fair how many skin? <laughs> children
2: were born with a fair skin. Probably quite a few. Well, they they believed that they would they would just slough off their black skin and it would become white. And some. In in some of those religions, I'll
1: bet you it came because they started having children that were more white.
3: <laughs> Maybe, yeah. The the sailors or or whatever who were visiting the honor of having that kind of relationship with them, the natives would probably you know consider it. Yeah, they probably had whiter children. Yeah,
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> they had different different countries come in to. And uh, influenced the natives, but we had in, the whitest skin. But, but no, actually, when we had just just one second,
0: I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this. And if some alien said, "If you have sex with me, I'll give you a ray gun," I'd be really tempted. <laughs> I was like, a ray gun.
3: <laughs> well, there weren't a lot of women in the military, so these guys were. Probably kind of horny, so I'm sure they took yeah, advantage I, of the women. I'm
0: sure, and it's just, like, talk about something awesome. It's like, woohoo, you know?
1: We're not saying that these guys were good for doing this, okay? No, no, no. no, no
0: I'm, no, I'm just, saying, just saying I can see happen. why this would happen, you know? Well,
2: yeah, no, no. one thing I, I do have to say is they did see our military different from other militaries in that we had black members as well. We had some black military, and we they saw that they were treated the same as the whites and so they kind of revered us more than the French military or the Norwegian or or other Norwegian.
1: They definitely didn't look too close at that but yeah that's that's good.
2: No
0: there was some discrimination but for sure yeah but probably less I maybe when you're outside of a culture it's harder to see some things than others and so if you're seeing people being treated roughly the same uh you know but you're not in there looking at it. I, I i could see why they'd say oh they're, they're treated okay so in
1: brazil yeah. when they were first colonized by white men different <laughs> religions <laughs> mm-hmm. i think i think it was the, be know, catholic. the catholic yeah it It'd was catholic, catholic church that went down there and um all of a sudden there were a lot of women that had white babies. And what they were saying is that these babies were dolphins that would come out and make love with the women and that's why the children were white.
2: That makes sense. That's, yeah.
1: that's what it is. Well, that was the excuse. It was like oh, the child is blessed. It was from a dolphin. Not this priest over here. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, it, did any of that happen? Maybe. <laughs> So Just what are their bad ones?
3: Well, if, if they're not suffering from that now, I mean, it's mm-hmm. probably not going to be fulfilled for them. But if their belief gives them fulfillment, then...
0: Unless we so get I enough <laughs> Patreon supporters
3: if, to if we happen. get a, If we get $3
0: million in Patreon support,
1: we are going to drop... One cargo thing. Cargo, what? Above, a suitcase? Above Tana, the above island. Above Tana, the that, island. It would
0: probably cost $3 million to put
3: well, something in We can get a smaller saying, plane. We can
1: get a smaller plane, yeah. A suitcase. a, a crate.
3: We're Just gonna a suitcase. We're going to fly over. An orange crate.
0: <laughs> Building a cult And now we take from what we learned this week And build our own cult One belief at a time uh, well, Okay, so what can we take from this? What's the Well, you were talking uh, earlier about Having some sort of Ronaldo day I don't know, I, I think i would be okay Could we just have it the same day? Mm-hmm. February February 15th We have a lot in mm-hmm. February, don't we? We have February, we have February
1: 2nd. February 2nd. Oh, mm-hmm. grand, uh, grand Hugs Day. Sorry, that's a day. We need a Sorry, different, we need a different
2: day. day then. We need a, maybe a different month.
1: A different month? Mm-hmm. I think like February.
3: Um, we can just make it the next month unless we already have something for March.
0: Mm-mm. No, we don't have anything to, to my knowledge. Okay. March, 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 2nd. 15th? March 2nd. Well, second, fifteenth,
1: March well second. Let's make everything on the second. Second, <laughs> <laughs> all, all holidays happen on the second. Almost the second.
0: <laughs> that means we'll only have twelve holidays, but that's okay. <laughs> Except for your
2: anniversary, It's the Bring Home the Rice Day. Bring Home the Rice. Um, and I also think that, you know, we don't we don't really have a good origin story for Ronaldo, but. They believed that John Frum was a god, and maybe if and had this advanced, you know, like Arthur, Arthur C. Clarke was saying, advanced advanced technologies indistinguishable from magic, that maybe Ronaldo came from an advanced civilization. Well, but that, but I all, think that's something
3: that you pulled.
1: We're pulling. Ronaldo. March third. March second. What, what,
3: what do we do on that day though? <laughs> oh, what are we gonna do
0: on that day? Well that's where we try and communicate with Ronaldo with coconuts coconut? using coconuts. <laughs> so so
1: this is this is a coconut sorbet. So you can have one of those coconut sorbets from Costco. Yeah. I love you know those. those things where they actually have that in the coconut shell and you eat it. Oh there you go. So it's gonna it's gonna whoops, it's gonna be in in uh, respects to Ronaldo.
0: Yep. Okay. Okay. You know we're gonna see what's at the bottom of that coconut shell.
1: But I think we definitely we don't have any prophecy of what Ronaldo is going to do. And Maybe that's we the need, day you do it. Do add that in. Somewhere. I'm sure
2: he will return.
0: Well,
1: Maybe that's the day he, he
2: returns in the future. Oh, is some March third in the future? March second. Second. Okay. Yeah. okay. March second. Okay. March second. He will
0: return one of these years.
1: Yeah,
0: okay.
3: In a coconut.
0: Well, that that, that will hasten his coming. Okay. The coconuts talking
3: to him. I'm just trying to find the tie. <laughs> uh,
0: no,
1: the, the coconut is just in reverence. It's okay. in knowing the communicating with him because... Um, We don't communicate and we don't just
3: talk. Do we like tie string between two coconut halves and like talk to each other? That's if you're really committed.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's kind of a communion. That's what communication is, the root of that. So this is our communion day. Coconut communion. Coconut communion. Coconut communion on March 2nd. I like that. Okay, I
0: like that name. So almond joys and and
2: mounds. Can it be April instead of
0: March? Do you want
1: it to be
2: April? April April? 2nd? April 2nd. April 2nd communion day. Okay,
1: okay. Uh, coconut communion, April second. As long as it's hmm. not April sixth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: So anyway, <laughs> so that's our cult for this week. We should just that rob is, huh?
1: every single holiday and give it to Ronaldo
2: in some way. <laughs> that's
3: kind
1: we of what so the Romans yeah, did. Do yeah. Yeah. That's, that's
3: yeah. Constantine did. Brilliant for, for Christianity.
0: Brilliant is right. Yeah. Makes them easy to remember, and people are already celebrating. You're like. Yeah, guess what you're celebrating this time? Ronaldo.
1: <laughs> touched by Ronaldo. Stories from around the world of how Ronaldo has touched each one of us in that special
0: way. Uh, I, uh I've been sent a story. It's from Cynthia Winger from Santa Monica. Santa Monica Boulevard.
1: I'll tell you about my Santa Monica experience after.
0: Oh, really? Ah. So, anyway. So, here it is. It says... Uh, she says... I will never forget my first experience with Ronaldo. I was quite young and out at dusk, about a block from my house, trying to get my new kitten, Whiskers, to come down from a tree. I was starting to get desperate. When a handsome young man came up beside me, he smiled at me and said, Hello. My name's Rinaldo. Would you like me to help you get your cat out of the tree? I nodded my head, and he extended his hand to Whiskers. Come down, he commanded, in a voice both raw and powerful. His countenance seemed to change, and I felt animal magnetism radiate from him. Whiskers felt it too. (laughs) (laughs) Because... She immediately climbed down the tree trunk and then right up to his shoulder, purring all the while. So, years later, I was telling this story to my friend, Blake Snyder, when he snapped his fingers and said, I have a great idea. About a year later, his book came out and became a bestseller. Of course, he denied having any connection to Ronaldo, but I've been letting people know the truth for years, and I expect that soon, Ronaldo should be getting some sort of royalty check. Sincerely, Colonel Winger.
2: Huh? And that mm. book
0: was The Secret. The secret is that what the book was?
2: Oh, uh, was
1: it the the secret about cats
0: and dogs? No, Bla- the Blake Snyder. Maybe we should look him up. Okay, it looks like Blake Snyder wrote a book called "Save the Cat." Oh, save the cat. That's what I thought. The last book on screenwriting you'll ever need. Yeah, Blake. <laughs> save the cat. And he stole that from Ronaldo
2: stories.
1: That <laughs> you know? seems like it. Wow. Oh, okay.
2: I wonder how many other books have. Books that were inspired by Ronaldo. I you know I There's think this is one of many.
1: Uh, a Brian Bjorn book. Uh, let's see. It's called Gatewalkers. Gatewalkers. Gatewalker. Gatewalker. Yeah. Yeah. That one was stolen from Ronaldo. I know that.
2: And The Secret by Rhonda Bjorn.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. You'll have to tell us the story behind that one sometime. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'll definitely do that. Yeah.
1: So Santa Monica. I went there recently. You guys saw that. I sent you some pictures of yeah. the the coffee shop called the Colt. yeah Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but it's gone downhill guys Mm
3: -hmm. Santa Monica
1: it's like it's not like we went there a couple years ago I think it was a couple years ago Mm -hmm.
3: pre-pandemic
1: yeah pre-pandemic and it was you know it was still happening you know they had great shops the food was awesome different places with the atmosphere you had the uh, those uh...
3: street performers
1: well, they, they always have those, so oh, yeah. you're not going to get rid of those no matter what you do. The umami but, Burger. Umami Burger. Oh, my they, oh, I think they still have that. I think I've had one of those. But, oh, you, you went there. Yeah. Me, Thor, me and Thor, you. Mm-hmm. That's when the last time I think we went. I mean, no, I think we went after that. Me and Callie did. Mm-hmm. But, they, you know, they have great eating and, like, lots of different diversity in their eating, like, vegan restaurants. All vegan, which, you know, it's not fantastic, if you want to eat there but it gives you different options and there there's lots of stuff like that and the stores you went into you know you could actually go into a store and be like oh yeah I could buy some of this stuff I would I'd buy all this stuff yeah, we yeah. walked down the Santa Monica Boulevard the the third the third promenade or whatever third street promenade, third street promenade. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: it was garbage like honestly there I went into every single store I went into I was like I wouldn't buy anything in here
0: no goat cheese, huh?
1: No goat cheese, and it and like a lot of the businesses were closed down. And every single time we walked out, there was someone on the street that was starting a fight, or just like, and the police were always going around, you know, stopping it and everything. Like we walk out, wow. <laughs> it was it was pretty wild. And there were, there still performers and there's always, um, people on the street that are homeless. That's just the way it is there. But now it's like, it feels like it's just overrun. And the worst thing about it is Pinkberry is no longer
2: there. What? You know, it really has gone downhill. You know
1: that a place has gone downhill when Pinkberry is gone. The funniest thing is, so we walk into this pizza place. Mm -hmm. We have Kevin, uh, so delicious is with us on this trip. So we walk in, me, Finn, Kevin, um, and a couple other people. And uh, we're ordering pizza. And he looks up at the menu, he's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna get like the the white pizza, the white pizza. So he's like, all right, I need one white pizza. (laughs) I need one with white pepperoni. <laughs> and a white margarita. Everyone around us is black. Every single person. There's um, some Hispanics as well. And you're but, ordering all the food. And, and we start laughing. I'm, I'm like laughing, and Finn's like, he just kind of walks out. He's like, <laughs> and Kevin's like, I am so sorry. I am so tired. I did not sleep last night. <laughs> but like, the guy's face behind the counter was like, uh, you want. White everything? I don't understand this. <laughs> I've,
0: I've oh, never heard white, of white pepperoni. White yeah. pepperoni, yeah. I
1: those dudes are just like, oh, white this, white that, white this. He's like, um,
3: we don't do any of that.
2: <laughs> I loved racing down the streets in those, On with the those plane. scooters. That was, that so was fun. fun. Santa Monica, that was a lot of fun. We
1: hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult,
0: join the nice cult!
3: Anyway, it, was Joan Crawford. Okay, so yeah. The the movie's about Joan Joan Crawford's life, Fam- famous actress from... did uh, the 60s and 70s, right? Uh, she did a lot of stuff for PR, including adopting a, a pair of kids um, for PR. And there, the press doted over her and complimented her on her generosity and everything, which is exactly what she wanted. And then when they were gone, she was uh, just a total like B.I.
0: Yeah. Etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
3: Yeah, she was a. Just, whoa! Whoa! whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. whoa.
1: <laughs> I think that we have to edit it when when Don says "bitch," but when I say it, we <laughs> oh, okay. don't. Just because right. when he says it, you know it's a, bad. She, but she yeah. was
3: just a domineering tyrant. She would beat them and psychologically yeah, torture psychologically them. Psychologically torture them, and uh, it, the story was told by by her her adopted daughter. Uh, kind of eye opening. Um, especially if you like Joan Crawford. That's what it's Who gonna, played
1: her. That's gonna be like with with Ashton. Oh, uh, He's gonna be like, my father was a real asshole.
0: Yeah, Joan Crawford was played <laughs> well, by. Well, I you have done the same
3: thing. Uh,
1: so,
0: <laughs> Don,
3: was it? Say,
1: say asshole, so I can bleep it out. <laughs> 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 Just beep. Bleep after every word that Dom does.
2: We'll do it throughout the podcast. Yeah. Like that guy's like today out. is just he's going to be saying bad words. We didn't bleep it out. This would be an explicit podcast.
1: Here's here's a journal entry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about swearing. Yes. I don't know how this this argument got started, but it was between Thin and Agatha. I walk in on it.
2: Two strong personalities. Two that, strong that
1: personalities. So they're talking about the F word, mm-hmm. and Agatha was saying that the F word in Pulp Fiction was bad, that it was wrong, and it was just it was used really over the bad. Top. Yeah, it was just over the it top. Was, And the F word in Goodwill Hunting was not, because Finn brought it up, he's like, "Well, Goodwill Hunting, you like that film?" She's like, "No." The F word in that is, is fine. It, it's not used wrong or anything like that. Like, they were just fighting about it. And I'm like, no, it's... But I couldn't <laughs> say that the F word is used better or worse. There's people that use the F word just like they do in... in Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction. Like, all the time.
0: Yeah, there are some. It was a filler. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: Instead of saying, oh, they say fuck.
2: <laughs> I need to learn how to swear better. Really I'm not wild. good at it.
1: There's sometimes, I can't swear very good. I, I don't say the F word in front of people very well, but I say it in my car really well. Like, <laughs> in my car, or every once in a while I'll say it and then I'll look around. Oh, is Don in here? No, okay, he's not. I can keep on saying
2: it. Ah, fa, fa, fa.
1: That fine fa, fa, I <laughs>
2: swore for the first time in front of my dad in church. so we were at it was some kind of scout function and they had it at the cultural hall like the gymnasium Mm -hmm. behind the behind the uh assembly place and so it was like people throwing basketballs back and forth it was after after scouts had had ended i'm like trying to shoot a hoop and he gets the ball like another ball and he throws it at me he goes hey nathan and I looked, and that's when it hit me. Oh. It was like right in the head. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm, I just said, gosh darn it. But oh, you, you know, <laughs> oh, loud enough that it stopped. Church. In the church. Well, at it least stopped. it
3: wasn't during a service. Everyone heard it.
2: <laughs> and it was. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in so much trouble. And my dad never said anything. Oh, you knew that you were in trouble. Oh, yeah. I and mean, he didn't he, say he, anything he at anything. all. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It was... <laughs> I felt awful. Oh,
1: yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. You're
3: yeah. supposed to
2: feel awful. Yeah,
1: it's when right? it's when the boy doesn't feel awful, when you're like, you can tell that they don't feel the shame, that you're like, now I need to talk to him. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I came from one of those families where my mom would wash our mouth out with soap, Literally. Like take a bar of soap and jam it between your teeth and shake it around for uh, for swearing.
0: I will. Okay, so just just anything. What about the dang and darn? No,
3: not those. What Uh, what kind of soap? um, Yeah, the good stuff. No, I I, I can't remember. She she bought the cheap stuff. You know, Ivory. Like okay, so... The, no. the, the generic Smiths brand, whatever.
2: It's not Irish Spring or anything. No, no, okay. no. Okay. No. No, she,
3: she, we weren't we rich. It didn't make deep.
1: you feel Irish. We much. weren't
3: that rich.
1: <laughs> My mom wouldn't wash our mouths out. She'd just start spanking us, and she'd be like, You little shit! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't you
1: <laughs> I swear!
0: <laughs>
1: I'll teach you to swear, well, Mom. You did teach me to
2: swear. <laughs> I learned it by watching you.
1: Yeah, they, the, Ma- My dad didn't start swearing until they started building the house they're in.
2: Building a, building a house is one of those yeah yeah stressful situations. He's the money. My dad never swore. I've never never heard him swear. One time we were working on this vehicle, and. He had me start the engine, and his fingers were right next to the fan, and it just like, like, it just hit his fingers. Oh, it didn't
3: chop off anything. Well,
2: it didn't chop it off, but it like totally took all the skin off. Mm -hmm. And so he's like holding his hand, and he like jumps back from the car and he goes, Fiddle dee dee! <laughs> that was his worst square. <laughs> Fiddle dee dee! Yeah. That, that's pretty. But it's the way it started. I'm like, oh, how's this going to end?
1: Fiddle
3: dee <laughs> dee! I, I remember swearing in front of my friends. Like, <laughs> <laughs>